imagine all the people. That's a new TikTok thing, huh? Where there's a game that you can play that it gives you a word, and then you have to sing a song with that. Whoa, word. I didn't see that. Is that a new yeah, filter t- game thing? Oh, sorry, it just hit something so hard. I'm gonna do yeah, that. I'm gonna look Maybe for I it. Maybe I have it saved. It was quite a good time for me. The only thing that I was really singing though was um. Uh, the song from Glee. Don't, Don't stop. stop. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a while. Why did we know? Why did I know what you were talking yeah. about? There's so many songs in Glee. It's like seven seasons. Welcome back to the Out of Luck Podcast. Here meeting in different time zones just for you, bringing you the buzz from Tel Aviv all the way to Amsterdam. I'm Fawn. And I'm Nitsan, and welcome back to being Out of Luck. So, today's episode is going to be on dating and relationships, more specifically. Dating in high school versus dating in the real world, kind of relating to last episode. It's a little bit weird that we're talking about high school since considering the fact that we haven't been in high school for five years or something. But it, I think it's a really relevant factor just on the basis that that's our only comparison to dating nowadays. And I feel like that's also wh- where people initially start dating in their life. Yeah. We both experienced more serious relationships for the first time in high school. And then after high school, every relationship has kind of had similar patterns or like the way we got into those relationships have had similar patterns. And in high school, it was a lot different. High school is not the real world. This is the real world (laughs) that we're living in right now. So yeah. So let's start off with our current relationship status. (laughs) <laughs> I'm single, always ready to mingle. No, that makes me sound like such. No, I'm I'm single right now. Me too. I'm single, single Pringle, emotionally unavailable. I'm I'm I don't stand by that. I hate I hate that. I hate people that say they're emotionally unavailable because I feel like they're extremely because I think that that's a very like limiting how do you say viewpoint because of the fact that everybody in this day and age are saying oh my god i'm you know you start dating somebody new and they're automatically i'm emotionally unavailable so don't get attached that's what it always is they're limiting themselves to a lot of things and a lot of people that can prove to be beneficial in your life but anyways okay no that's not why i'm saying that hear me out i am really emotionally unavailable i tried relationships well I tried a relationship after my last relationship. And as much as I wanted to be there for the person and they wanted to be there for me, I could only take so much because I have also my own insecurities that I'm not whole with yet. And even though he wouldn't do things to trigger my insecurities, I would still take it as a trigger to an insecurity or even like as simple as sending a text message and I would start overthinking What if that message annoyed him? What if I shouldn't have texted that? Maybe I should have texted that an hour later, not right now. Da-da-da-da-da. And for me, that's very toxic and I find it very unhealthy like to think like that because I don't want to have to think a hundred things when I send a text message to my significant other. So I kind of realized that I had some more self-work to do 
in healing my insecurities and my past traumas and relationships in order for me to be in a successful relationship oh lordy lord i'm sorry for anyone listening (laughs) i'm sorry we just talked about such good stuff and it wasn't recorded and i don't know what was it sounds like it was not recording so maybe you'll just have to listen to my voice but why do a lot of people because i know a lot of girls who like really overstress about just the timing of messages and i think that's such a weird thing to be stressed out about because sometimes i respond really quickly sometimes i don't respond for like two three four days i know that's excessive but (laughs) i have to nap and i love napping so but i just feel like it's such a weird thing to be insecure about because because of the fact that honestly when i find it really embarrassing for example you know when (laughs) When you're texting somebody and you're you go off the app, right? You go off WhatsApp or you go off wherever the fuck you're texting them, and it's like the drop down notification, right? And you accidentally click it. So I've I and I have my ticks on, so you can see when I've read your shit. And so basically, if they've already seen that I've read it, I have to respond. Feel embarrassed if I don't respond right away because then it's like, oh fuck, they know. They've known that I've seen it. And I think that that has helped me a lot in being a person who doesn't necessarily necessarily like care when or not they send a message. Because I know like for a fact, I know some people that literally go like, I can't text him on a Friday (laughs) because he's going to think that I'm a loser because I'm not doing anything. Yeah. And like just the fact that there's like the fact that the term oh you've been left on red that has become such an offensive thing to some people there are some people that i genuinely just don't want to respond to and i don't feel like i have to respond to them i honestly don't care and there are also some people that the conversation is just very interesting and i know i know slash i don't care if they were to judge me if i respond quickly but let's go we just totally sidetracked from what today's thing was actually about Besides that, we're actually going to go into the topic of today, which is, like we had said, dating in high school versus dating nowadays. And I don't know if it cut off or not. I'm just going to say it for good measure. The reason why we're talking about this is because high school, I feel, is when most everybody, I don't want to like categorize because there are obviously some people that don't or didn't start dating at that time and i don't want to exclude them but that's when you know the guys and the girls start intermingling that's when we did that's when we started dating and having boyfriends and whatnot and that was our first experience with the whole dating world and that's what that's the only thing we had to carry through when we came into nowadays living wherever we're living or wherever you're living sort of like last episode with the friends and everything you're in a confined environment you're in a building filled with people that you see every day or almost every day and that essentially helps with building relationships because you're all in close quarters you know yeah also for me in high school my boyfriend went to a different school yeah but we had sports that played interacted with other schools and therefore it was very common to have friendships in other schools as well and And it's like international school so the vibes were the same like you know the kids were the were relatively the same and stuff but yeah i would say dating in high school was pretty 
there was no i mean there was crazy cheating let's not get that twisted <laughs> <laughs> but not per se from me if you're I don't one think of my ex-boyfriends from high school i did not cheat on you ever i th- I, I think there was also there wasn't as much room for toxicity if you know what yeah. i mean like you could still be toxic yeah no but i also i get what you mean because i feel like the moment that you fight with your boyfriend or girlfriend that's it that's the that's the line you know it's not there's no rekindling the relationship it's either like you fight and it's fucking over or there are just no fights yeah or and also like you're in like the same friend group like so everybody knows what's you have classes together like it's literally you have to see each other every single day so yeah i don't think anyone was at the point where they were i i can think of one relationship that was or or, sorry two relationships that were extremely i'll bleep it say it say it i'll bleep it the first one is god that was that was not even toxic that's just mental war. we have to do we have to do an out of luck unfiltered i know we should have like a patreon or an only fans where only fans not where we're naked parents only fans to d- upload exclusive content but uh but yeah so so i can think of only very few relationships um that were extremely toxic and again, two of the two of the three that I thought about, it was more like the girls were crazy and had a lot of issues and the boys just didn't know what to do with themselves. A lot of the two out of the three relationships was more on the <laughs> yeah, girls than the true. guys. But okay? I'm going to say I'm I'm also going to stand up for the ladies and say that the men could have been. Well, let's not say men. The boys could have been more the guys literally they want that they want they want the fucking drama okay okay wait wait wait. let's put this on pause okay because i said two out of the three relationships is on the girl he was toxic and she was toxic it was it was horrible because he was cheating on her and she was cheating on him and she was mad at him for cheating on her and he was like but you're cheating on me so why can't i cheat on you and no like if you're cheating on each other just break up period What's the, what's the fighting about why are you cheating on me so I can cheat on you? No, if you love someone, you don't cheat on them, period. So, so yeah. Anyways, back to that. So I don't think in high school there's much room for toxicity in relationships. Even like, as you said, like the measures of fighting, like, yeah, you can have an argument, but it's not like you go back to your apartment and you're living alone and you can have a boy over because you're mad at your boyfriend, you know? You're going back to sleep at your parents' house. Like, and that's I think the point. That's what we need more in our relationships nowadays. Just that sense of separation, you know? Because I'm quite an individual person. I like to do shit by myself. Yesterday was my birthday. I went to eat ramen by myself. Ah. But sometimes I forget, you know, especially when I'm dating somebody, I forget about them. Not because I want to, but just because I like to do things by myself. And when I have to bring another person into the equation, it just becomes difficult. If I'm hungry, the first thing I'm thinking of is what I want to eat, if I'm going to go and get it, or if I want to order it, right? I'm not thinking, who am I going to bring along? But at the same time, where was I going with this? At the same (laughs) time, um, I feel like that separation or that, I feel couples nowadays, they're all in each other's space, you know? I need to see you. Can I see you this day? Can I see you this day? Can I see you this day? Blah, 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 blah. 
and you just need time to yourself like sometimes you have couples that i know that literally stay over at each other's houses for three days or four days or the whole week in a row dude you're talking to the queen of that you're literally yeah, talking to the queen like, of that are you guys not fucking tired of that shit so i i agree with you and as you were saying that um, a thought popped into my head that was kind of like maybe that's because of relationships in high school so think about it when you're in school you see the person every single day and then after school you have sports okay fine you see that person all day long throughout classes you stay with that person in lunch school ends maybe you have sports you have an after school activity you have some homework to do but then that ends and then you want to see your significant other again so you go on a date for them with them for dinner or whatever and because there's that sense of seeing them in sc- in school, but then you also want to see them outside of school, then you're constantly with that person 24-7. And, and like that's not healthy because clearly when you go into the adult world, each person has their own school or their own job or their own group of friends and their whole entire own life. Whereas in school, everything is connected. And then you're kind of thrown into the world and you're like, okay, so now I have a boyfriend, so now I want to be with him 24-7 because that's how it always was. And it shouldn't yeah. be like that. I, I completely... Because I was also talking to my um, coach about this, my touch rugby coach. She's, of course, older. She's married and everything. And we were talking about relationships and all that schwaddle. And she said basically that her husband got a little bit... Um, defensive over the fact that she spent so much time working on touch rugby and in that situation you know my first thought was we do have events and things like we have a lot of events for touch and you know I made the comment like of course you can invite him to those and then he can become more a part of your life but at the same time there are significant others that it's not that they don't want to support you. They are supporting you by letting you do what you want to do. But on the same time, they don't want to join the events because it's just not who they are, you know? It's, for example, if an introverted person is dating semi-extroverted person and the extroverted person wants to go out and party and the introverted yeah. person says, no, you can have fun, but I don't want to join in. Nowadays, so many people that, you know, the party goers, like when you meet somebody mm-hmm. that doesn't want to do that, in your head, it's, oh my god, this this is never going to work. It's not a match for me. Why the fuck not? Why do we have to go jumping and dancing together? Go fucking do it with your friends. Have a mm-hmm. blast. I'll see you when you get home, you know? It's like, now it's... Yeah. We were also talking about this. It's the fact that yeah. people have their similarities and differences, right? Yeah. And I was saying, nowadays, people have so many options. Yeah. Or seemingly, they think that they have so many options because of all these dating apps and whatnot. And so it goes in a situation where, let's say, I list out my hobbies, right? So I like playing touch, I like reading, I like writing, I like playing Sudoku, and I like watching TV. Let's say I meet somebody, they like playing touch, they like reading, they like writing, they like watching TV, but they don't like Sudoku. I feel like the people in this generation (coughs) and nowadays are more likely to say like, oh, fuck, they don't like Sudoku, so I need to go out there and I'm going to find somebody who likes all those five things. Instead of just being like, but look at how many things they do like that I that I have in common with them. You, you can know? also say that in the terms not have in terms of in looks. No, you can literally say that in terms yeah. of looks. Like oh, that yeah, yeah, person yeah. has everything I want in a person. 
but he's shorter than me yeah. and he's a little chubby and he doesn't have a yeah. six pack and he doesn't have yeah. blue eyes. So I'm not going to go for him because maybe I'll find someone yeah. who has all those qualities but looks better. No, no. I agree with you. People and it's literally a... Uh, something that I hear on every single podcast that I listen to is people talking about how nowadays in relationships people just have so many options with social media with dating apps they always think they can find something better and I spoke about this the other day with my friend Jacob because that's the reason people are scared to be committed to like people will start seeing someone and will really really like that person but then they'll be like yeah, but what if I some, find something better? So I'm going to keep going out with her, but she's not my girlfriend. Like, they don't want to put the the title because they want to be open for the options. And I think that's horrible because that's... Our generation is so fucked in the head. Like, nobody can get in a serious relationship. Exactly. And that's really something that I... I'm really getting frustrated at. And I spoke to another teammate of mine. I know that I'm only talking about touch people, but I freaking love them. So I was talking to Irvin. Shout out to Irvin. And he was saying that, you know, he just started going on dates. Went on lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of dates. And he just started asking people the questions that everyday people would think would scare off a person that they're dating you know like what are you looking for uh do you want to do this this and this like really deep shit right mm-hmm. and of course there's gonna people be people that are like no 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 this is too much for me mm-hmm. but on the other hand there's also gonna be that one guy who's like okay i'll answer it it doesn't scare me away and you know that somebody like that will fucking stick around immediately when Irvin said that my approach mm-hmm. to dating changed and i said yeah he's totally right because if it scares the dude away then so fucking be it, right? Like, just let them run off like a little pussy and go find some bitch who wants to talk about how cute her outfit looks. You know what I mean? I do have something to say about that, though, because the person that I had mentioned earlier... Oh, wait, I don't know if it recorded it, but I am currently single and I went out with someone after my last relationship for a little bit and it didn't work out between us. And... When we first started seeing each other, we I don't even think like we like I didn't want a relationship and he didn't want a relationship. But we we became really good friends because we talked about really deep shit like right off the bat. I told him I told him like, yeah, and that's exactly that's exactly because you get deeper than that surface level bullshit of like, oh, like what school did you go to? Blah, 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 you know, like jump into the fucking deep end and if you open up with each other, now you guys are friends, you know? You guys are still, you guys are great friends. That's what I was going to say is that we were very open right off the back and I told him like all my biggest insecurities, all my baggage that I carry with me and he did the same to me and in a like really weird way, that's why we really connected because we had a lot of similarities in our baggage and it was like a great relationship for three months and then it just went ding and... I had a moment of insecurity and it triggered his insecurities and it just blew up in our faces. So and and for a while we did have to take like a step back, you know, but now we are very, very, very good friends. So even like what I was going to say is, yes, I agree. Go ahead. Ask those uncomfortable questions. Scare off the person who cares, but don't expect that person to be your significant other necessarily 
because they could possibly end up being your best friend. Like, I literally got out of best friend out of it. We're not dating anymore, but when I, like, had such hard moments and I call him, he just knows what to say and what to do for me to, to yeah. get my shit together in that moment and to make me feel yeah. comforted. And I also... I don't know if you agree with me, but, like, before when I was dating in the past, I feel, um, how do you say it? Like, I had my problems, but the reason that I was going into dating was because the guy took my mind off of it, you know, mm-hmm. took my mind off of my problems, and I felt like the breakups were so much harder because every single time that they would, br- I would break up with them or they would break up with me, they were my safety net. And that was just completely ripped from under me. Whereas, like, the most previous relationship that I was in, I felt really okay with myself. And I felt like, yeah, I have bad days, to be honest. But I also have really good ones. And mentally, I was, you know, dealing with my shit very well. And I was good at giving people advice. And he seemed like a really happy person, whatever. And then shit started hitting the fan. Like, he started having problems after problems. Not because of the person who he is, but just because life handed him some unforeseen situations. Let's say it like that. Mm -hmm. And then he started coming to to me with his problems. And, of course, I'm not a fucking so I shouldn't say it. (laughs) But... At the same time, I'm not a therapist. I If you want me to be your therapist, fucking pay me. Fucking pay me, bitch. But I'm not. I can give you advice, but don't yeah. put your problems on me because I have my own. And especially how he did it, yeah. you know. You know yeah. how he did it. He put his problems on me and then he ran away. And it's just like, you're literally leaving me with your fucking, the shit that gets stuck. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and I think that, it's okay to share your problems in a relationship and to of support course. your significant yeah. other, but that person cannot be your only source of advice, help, or yeah. happiness. You have to be able yeah. to help yourself. Because then you, your happiness then is dependent on them. Exactly. And if they get up and leave... And that's... And yeah. 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 And so when that started happening... And that's why, like, honestly, I really like the guy, but... I don't give a shit anymore. Like, I'm fucking over it. I can go see another man's whatever. But it's just, like, don't don't throw yeah. shit at somebody else. You know? You can, of course, ask them for advice. But they're not going to fix everything yeah. for you. They are not you, you know? You need to fix yourself. You need to make better of the situation. Like, of course, give yourself time to relax and whatever, whatever. But yeah, pick it yeah. up at one point, you know? Pick yeah. yourself up at one point. Because, yeah, I mean, I feel like for me, I'm an open-minded person. I've been through quite a lot of stuff. So you could tell me basically almost anything that, and it wouldn't scare me away unless you're like a serial <laughs> killer. But at the same time, at the same time, I feel, of course, there are people out there that haven't been through a lot of stuff and are not prepared are not do not know how to deal with situation and that's not to clock them or anything but i just feel like the people that will stay will stay for a reason and the people that won't i agree don't understand it you know yeah and that's that's the hard part because also especially our high school that we went to most of the people stayed around the whole you know nine yards um and 
and with that being the situation we went through all a lot of the same stuff so everybody had the the rather same emotions going into things um but coming into the real world you don't know anything about anybody like people are literally strangers when i say strangers like you know how the world is a big place right you know the world is a big place and you can really say i've never seen this motherfucker in my life like that's what the type of strangers that they are you really have never seen this one before like you do not know who these people are and it's so easy trust me it's so easy going into dating and saying to yourself like oh my god this is the love of my life blah 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 blah, blah. i'm so but but half the time it's infatuation and you don't realize it until it's it's too late very true i i was in a extremely toxic relationship extremely toxic relationship for over a year and I was very insecure with myself at the time. I, I now looking back at it, realized that I didn't realize that at the time, but I had met him. I had met him in the summer because uh, he had moved in with one of my friends. And in my head, it was like, oh, he's living with one of my best friends. Yeah. So in my head, it's like, oh, he's living with one of my best friends. So me and him are going to be a perfect couple like we're gonna be amazing and like the first time i saw him i was like "Ooh, he's cute and i and i gave him this look and he gave me that look and then he left my friend's room and i was kind of and it was the day she moved in to live with him and i and i was like oh my god he's cute and she was like i think you guys would be really good together and i don't know why i thought listening to her like i don't know why i would listen to that advice because she had known him for one day <laughs> And I had known him for one day. <laughs> and she said, I think you will be very good together. And I took that as, oh, my God, this guy's the one. He's also, he was, like, four years older than me. And, like, I am very advanced in the sense that I want to get married and have children, like, as soon as possible. Just give me a ring in the next year and I would be so happy, you know? So he came up to me and he was like, listen, I have a five-year plan. In the next five years, I want to be married and in the next 10 years, I want to have kids. So when he told me that, I was like, oh, my God, that's perfect. Because I want to get married in the next five years. Not for me. And <laughs> I was in love with the idea of getting married to this guy. I was not in love with him. Like, later when I, I, later when I learned all these things about him, I hated him. I literally hated him, but by that point, I already loved him, that it was a mixture of love and hate, and that's what created their relationship so incredibly toxic, and at the end of the day, it was because I literally fell in love with a stranger. I had no idea who this man was, and within the first 48 hours within the 48 hours the first 48 hours of meeting him i was like i'm gonna marry him i literally thought i was gonna marry him and like and and like you said before like there's people that you know that go three four days in a row with their significant other i would go three four weeks in a row at his apartment he would go we didn't have a a day apart for the whole time that we were dating and the two weeks that we did have apart was the time that I realized that something was wrong and we have to break up. I like 
like he would sleep in my house for three weeks. He would go home in the morning after three weeks. And that same evening, I would drive over to his house. Like it was like that. Like we we were like a married couple because we thought we were going to get married. But we were just dating for less than a year. Like the whole entire relationship was like that. Bro, that's so messed up. And you would fucking drive. You would fucking trek to him. Yeah, I'm very embarrassed that I was in a relationship like that. I'm very embarrassed that I was that kind of person. So I'm embarrassed to say that I was that I was that girl, but I learned so 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 much from that relationship about relationships, about myself, about the kind of guy I want to be with. But yeah, so that's why you said stranger, and that brought right away. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> he was a stranger. He w- well, I mean, you live and you fucking learn, huh? <laughs> And so, yeah, and now it's just, like, the reason why I also have started asking the questions that don't want to be asked or that people don't are uncomfortable with asking is because I realized, like, I, w- I was went on a date with this guy and I asked him those uncomfortable questions. And, you know, I'm, like, a scientist. I like to do experiments. I came home and I thought to myself, let's do a comparison of my my test results, right? And I said in how how long was the date from from if i say the time he's gonna know who it it was like four to five why does he date. listen to this podcast Nobody knows that we're doing a podcast and so it was like a four to five hour date and then i had to go um to <laughs> do something after nothing weird nothing weird i had plans with my friends <laughs> she's like oh she has to go hit the red light districts no 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 but so when I finished the date, you know, I had I came home and whatever. And then the next day I was thinking to myself, like, how did that interaction really go? And you, it's important to ask yourself those questions. You know, how how did the interaction really go? Because half the time you think it's good interaction because you're a fucking blabbermouth and the guy just let you go at it. You know, so, of course, chit chatting is fun. Like we started a podcast. Chit chatting is fucking fun. <laughs> and so, you know. If you think back, like, think, did he make an effort to talk? Did he ask you questions as well? Did you get to ask him questions? Did he answer those questions? Were his answers clear? Blah, 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 blah. Along with that, I had also asked myself, in the four hours, four to five hours that I was talking to this guy, what did I learn about him? Mm -hmm. You know? I can remember essentially what I told him, but what did he tell me? Do I know enough about me uh, enough about him as much as he knows about me because if he knows more about me that's already an unfair advantage because you're basically (laughs) giving them a checklist of how they can manipulate you that's for another day i never thought of that yeah and so the more you tell them the more your book is finishing and you've only gotten like what two sentences into their fucking book yeah right and at the same time I was comparing what he was telling me and the the questions or the things that I knew about him. I was comparing them to the things that I knew about the last guy that I was dating. The last guy that I dated was obviously for longer than I've known this guy. But there yeah. were some things that this new guy that I went on a date with told me that I asked myself, "Did I do I know this about the last guy? And I couldn't answer them. And the fact that I know I have more, a question. Wait. Yeah just okay wait actually finish i just want to make it clear for the listeners because when you say you're comparing 
it's not comparing them as people it's just comparing the knowledge that you have yeah, about them. yeah 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 exactly just yeah. to clear that up it's not saying like oh this guy's so much hotter than this guy it's saying that like the information that he's telling me that that allows me to make a judgment or of whether or not i want to continue this interaction is it important yeah. or not you know does it yeah does it bring me does it let me get to know another individual on something that my eyes cannot see you know yeah yeah and so i thought that was quite a fun fun little experiment um and it was really enlightening because the last guy i really thought i was in love with him and to be fair now looking back at it no (laughs) sorry to say if you're listening to this fuck you i'm just kidding kidding. you're not Uh, and you know I'm not that bitch that will edit that out. But anyways. Yeah. Oh, we've been recording already for 45 minutes. Before we continue on to... I feel like we should save Ooh. like romanticizing and that whole entire concept of... of Especially for the gals out there, you know. You know what we're talking about, bitches. You know it's fucking you. The fact that like... Infatuation. Yeah, infatuation. Thinking about the future before you even get to know the person i feel like that's a nice topic to talk about next dating segment we have some little things some little treaties at the end of this one for you So, me and Nitsan, as the fucking troopers that we are, we have downloaded dating apps for you guys, and we've scrolled through, did a huge inspection of what is in and out there for you gals. Um, yeah, and we just <laughs> wanted to share. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think you can take the lead in, like, sharing your stories so far, because my stories are not stories it's literally because everything is in hebrew so i i i like even if i try to like translate the weirdness it won't translate to english like you won't understand why it's weird you know what i mean let's say which dating apps like because okay okay we'll go into that also next time we'll do we'll do a review of dating apps for them next time but primarily for this experiment i've been using hinge so my data comes from hinge um so i'm gonna show you guys like three of just some fucked up shit guys said that really shouldn't be out there really should not be out there and I'll give, I'll give, I'll be nice to the boys. I'll give them some tips and tricks how they can make their fucking profiles better. I'm only going to give you a couple because, because that shit's gold. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to say the name. Should I say their names? No, no, no. Don't say their names. That's not nice. Okay, okay. So this, this um, spectacular specimen comes over and says, all I ask. Okay, so let me explain a little bit. Hinge allows you to have six photos of yourself and you have to answer three prompts at least the prompts are like a small question yeah at least Uh, the prompts are a small question and then you give the answer underneath so for example this guy decided to pick the prompts and you can pick whatever prompt you want this guy decided to pick pick the pick the prompt that says all i ask is that you and so he has to fill in the rest right so he goes 
All I ask is that you can deal with my god complex. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Did you fucking read that through? Did you fucking read that through? Like the embarrassment. The embarrassment. Men love themselves too much. (laughs) Honestly, men fucking love themselves too much. And I'm not going to take a dig at his looks, but honey. Honey. Oh no. Settle down, bro. Settle down. That's horrible. My God. Okay, this one. Okay, okay. Since it's the first time around. Yeah, you go on. I only have one. And it's not like something weird about the person's profile necessarily. It's just a really weird interaction I had with someone I had matched with on Hinge. Okay, I like that. Um, So also on Hinge, you can connect your Instagram account. And a person can go into your Instagram on the actual app through hinge so i got someone who matched with me and then messaged me hey wait for the purpose of this text i'm changing my ex's name to alec baldwin okay (laughs) so he messages me hey how are you how do you know alec baldwin a person who had matched with me on a dating app messaged me asking how i know my ex-boyfriend because he had seen him on my instagram That's a very weird... If you see a man on a woman's Instagram, yeah, I would not hit on her by asking, how do you know that person? No, especially, like, if if it's, like, a friend of a friend, just fucking swipe the other day. I mean, to be fair, when I do, like, run into people that I know, I always match with them just for the fucking band. Me too. Um, but... But, like, I wouldn't ask, like, you know, blah, 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 blah. I've had situations where I'm like, oh, my God, no way, if it's a group photo. But if you see a photo yeah. of me with a boy a year and a half ago, yeah. who is clearly my ex-boyfriend, <laughs> do not message me, how Just do keep know? it to yourself, mate. <laughs> yeah, just fucking keep it to yourself. That's <laughs> the weirdest incident I've had on, on dating apps ever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it gets it gets pretty rowdy here in Amsterdam. <laughs> I one of my favorites. I'm so fucking happy I screenshotted it in time. Um, so I matched with this. He was rather handsome. Matched with this guy, and then he goes. I asked for a brunette with blonde. Uh, sorry, a brunette with blonde eyes. Nice. <laughs> a brunette with blue eyes. Looks like something's missing. I have brown eyes, by the way. Um, looks like something's missing. Can you cook? Can you believe? Can you contain yourself a little bit? Can you fucking contain yourself a little bit? So, of course, my response was just, you know, rather logical. I just said, don't you think that the fact that I don't have blue eyes now will come to piss you off later? You know, genuine question there. And he responds back with, note to self, don't try to be funny with fawn after 10 p.m and i said this motherfucking bitch this motherfucking bitch so i started laying into him right nothing nothing too aggressive nothing too aggressive and then he goes good luck with your dating life and i said you as well and then he blocked me but i got the fucking screenshots in time i got the fucking and then screenshots he blocked in time. me <laughs> and then he blocked me so so well unmatched that's funny um I'll save I'll save the rest for next time. We still have some good. Oh, I have some fucking weird stories, but um, you have really funny things from dating apps. I just don't have anything funny. I'm I'm looking. I'm looking. I 
I'm downloading more and more. But we'll do we'll do three tips. We we'll do three tips each time. And then here I have okay. I have tips for the boys because we've been so mean to them. So I said, yeah. Just don't put black and white photos. Just don't do it because the moment that you use black and white photos, right? Everybody fucking looks good in black and white. Everybody. Everybody. You cannot tell the shade of someone's skin. Not that I'm being racist, but you cannot tell like like some people are so white or like the color of the eyes. Yeah, the color of their eyes, whether like the color of the hair, everything. You can't tell who the fuck you are in a black and white photo. It's black and fucking white, you know? You can't tell. Yeah. Next, I know this might sound weird, but side profiles they're a lie. Like, you know, when a guy puts a side profile, if you have a nice side profile, good for you. Good for you. But don't use that as your main like income let's say right if you're only posting side pictures then you turn then you turn to the front and your head is not what i've fucking expected the same goes the same goes for sunglasses don't wear sunglasses we need to know what your eyes look like i say a lot about a person and it's simple shit like that boys like don't get it twisted don't get it twisted that was three i won't give you guys any more keep you Keep you, uh, keep you on your toes, you know, wanting a little bit more from me. But I'll give you here this one. I'll I'll give you this. This guy picked a prompt. Last one. Last one. Last <laughs> one. Last one. I'm having too much fun. The last one. W- so a prompt on Hinge, you can pick a shower thought I recently had. That's the prompt, right? And he goes, and s- I love shower thoughts. Some people have really good shower thoughts. Some people have really bad shower thoughts. And this guy hit me with a shower thought that I actually got jealous that he managed to think of that before me, <laughs> right? So he goes, who picks up a guy dog's shit? Who pick up? Who picks up a guy dog's shit? His owner. Yeah, reckon, right? Nah, need son. The owner is blind. Oh, a blind dog. I didn't hear you say blind No, dog. no, no. No, if it's a blind dog, the owner can still pick up the dog shit. A guide dog. So, like, a dog is guiding a blind person. Oh, a person. guide dog. I yeah. thought you meant a guy's dog. No. But isn't that a <laughs> fucking fantastic... Because the guide, like, the, the walker, the owner is blind, right? Like, visually impaired. And the dog is guiding That's the so person's walking. The dog stops to take a shit... Who fucking picks it up? That's so true. I never thought of that. I know the fact that there's like the police dogs, right? The police dogs, they're trained on command to piss and shit so that it doesn't interfere with their job. So you can be like, do a poo. And then they do it right away. Um, that's what I'm trying to train my dog, but it has been taking a while. <laughs> I'm just my dog is trained to do that now. I'm taking my dog to your country, to Israel. But anyways, <laughs> who picks it up? If you know, if you know, leave it down, leave it somewhere, send us a DM. That's so true. I never thought of that. Man, that's a good one, huh? That's a good, like, that's a good thing to think about. It's kind of like the question, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. Who picks up a guide dog's shit? (laughs) Yeah, that's fantastic. It's so true because also here you literally get fined for not picking up your dog's poo. They DNA test it and they send you a fine home. <gasps> no. Yeah. They started doing that last year because 
people don't pick up their dog shit. We're getting too far away. We're getting too far away. We had a really nice time. We had a okay. really nice time here today, <laughs> but it's time. It's time to leave the folks. It's time to leave you guys. So thank you so much for listening. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Yeah, thanks for listening to this episode. Well, let's give them a little teaser. What is the next episode about? Next episode is episode three, mental health. Yeah. We're going to talk about age as a construct. Yeah. Age is just a number, you guys. We'll tell you more about it next time. Um, anyways, thanks again for listening. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Yeah, that's a good one. At Instagram is at outofluck.podcast. And as we said before, if you don't know, our link tree is also plugged there by Nitan. Generously, she plugged everything there. And you can click it. Everything will be there for you to see. Share this with your friends if you liked it. If you thought that it was a nice chat, you know, come around again. We love to see you. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. Yeah. We love you guys. And have a great day. Bye. Bye.